This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Father, we thank you for another opportunity you have given to us to realize purpose. Thank you for another opportunity to fulfill visions and dreams. Thank you for waking us up. It wasn't our partner that woke us up. It wasn't our lamb that woke us up. Mercy woke us up. Mercy woke us up. And we don't take it for granted. Thank you. I can raise my hand. Thank you. I can see. Thank you. I can speak. Thank you. I can hear. Thank you. I can sit and stand. I can move my feet. I don't take this for granted. Thank you. To you alone be praise and glory. In Jesus' precious name. Please sit on the head of your enemies. I want to welcome our online viewers. Our brethren scattered around the world who are committed to our services. Welcome and God richly bless you. In Jesus' mighty name, praise the Lord. Congratulations, Mr. and Mrs. Ben, Antonio, Oku. Is that how you celebrate grace? It's getting better and better. I've told you that anything about you as a child of God has been completed by God. All you are going through is process to the fulfillment. Everybody has his time. Yesterday was their own. Your own will come. Your own will come. Your own will come. Yours will come. Everyone own will come. That's what the scripture said. When you see rejoicing, connect to it. Don't criticize. Don't argue. Don't try to figure out. Connect to it. Rejoice with them that do what? Rejoice. It's contagious. It's like a current. It will get to you. And when it's your turn, it will be better than the one that you celebrated. Why? Because the latter rain shall be more than the former. That's God's word. When we started Live Sab, Mercedes 200 used to be the, our president drives. That's what the official car for the president. What you call the flat boot was the happening car. But today, we have something better. Every day you see, better things grow up. That's why don't kill yourself. Don't go and steal. Don't mess your destiny because of today. Better things are ahead. The dress you are wearing right now, I bet you, few months, at most two years, you get tired of them. So why, why must you kill, steal, betray friend just because you want to buy something? Today is iPhone. Do you know what tomorrow is? Your life, the value of your life, no amount of money can pay for it. So do everything to keep your life. The Jews understand this, and that's why when Jesus was buried, they had to heap stones to make sure it doesn't get up because the power of life. Don't joke with a man that is alive and whose time has come. Psalm 50. I want to talk to you. I want to bless you this morning because I've been blessed already by the word that you will hear. Are you ready? Peace, prosperity, honor through sacrifice. Peace, prosperity, honor through sacrifice. Peace, 
prosperity, sacrifice comes through, sac uh, sorry, um, honor comes through what? Sacrifice. That's what I want to talk to this morning. Psalm 50, quickly, for those who are online. Psalm 50 and verse number 5. Gather my saints together unto me. Those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Gather my saints together. Those that have made covenant with me by sacrifice. We speak nothing but the truth in this place. And the truth is Jesus. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man ascend. No man enjoy death without going through me. Sacrifice is not giving. There's a difference between giving and sacrifice. Anybody can give. Sacrifice are for those who are into covenant, who are want to get into covenant. When Jesus over see a moment where a church was to give an offering, the scripture said at the end of that offering, she said a woman gave more than every other person. And when you look at the tangible value of what the woman gave, it didn't make sense on Jesus' submission. Because she gave a mite. She was a widow. What the woman gave was a sacrifice, not an offering. I'm here to speak to young men, middle-aged men, I don't think there's an old man here yet. That if you want to enjoy peace, prosperity, and honor, you must learn how to make sacrifice. And the sacrifice I'm talking about is not necessarily financial sacrifice. It could be your time. It could be your right. That you sacrifice because your target is peace, prosperity, and honor. Somebody say amen. amen. Oh, maybe you don't understand what I mean by sacrifice. Let me break it down. If you just prepared a meal, you just you had a meal with what we call our last card. You bought a meal to eat. And you are ready. You are famished. You are hungry. And that's why you got that meal. And suddenly, a situation arose where somebody is medically not okay. The person needs to take medication. But before he does that, he has to eat. You want to eat. He has to take his medication before he can eat. And he doesn't have the money to have food, but there's medicine. If you give him your portion of that food, if you give him that food to eat, it means you are going to go hungry. Sacrifice doesn't mean if you give him that food to eat. You walk into the restaurant, buy another one, if not better, and you have not made sacrifice. Sacrifice in that situation means that it is over with you with regards to food for that day. Not because you had no food. You had food, but you have to sacrifice it for somebody who is dying so that he leaves. And like I said, you don't stroll into the restaurant, pick another meal. That's not sacrifice. If you do that, you just gave. You didn't sacrifice. Did you understand that? Yes. You had a room. That room had a bed. That bed can only take two persons there. And there are three. The room is your own. 
The bed is your own. But the, the other two persons that are there had a medical issue that they don't need to lie on the floor. They need to be on the bed. You decided to lie down that they may lay on the bed because of their condition. So you can't be on the bed and be on the floor at the same time. Not forgetting it is your room, it is your bed, but for the health situation of your friends, you decide to go down, inconvenience yourself that they may be on the bed because of their health. That's sacrifice. Because you can't lie down on the bed and at the same time you're on the floor. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So most of us, all we have been doing, we are giving out of our abundance, we are not sacrificing. But I'm not focusing on the area of giving. I'm speaking about sacrifices that's preparing us for future happiness, future prosperity, and a future honor. Somebody say amen to that. In our Sunday school today, our teacher emphasized so much because he was teaching about godly uh, is investment, Christian investment. And we had a lot of contributions along that line. And I think it was Elder Shepherd that was telling us, he asked the question, what is the current price of an average bread? I heard 1,003, 1,002. But he said there's a place he goes to buy for, is it 700, 900? That that 200, he's interested in that 100, 200. And our teacher picked up that. But he was teaching us how we can save 100, naira, 200 in a week, in a month, and what it comes out to be in a year. It was here I told some young boys and girls that if you know the sacrifices your parent makes to give you a future, you will not joke with your academics. You will never be wealthy without being sacrificial. You will never be honorable, forget about our parliamentarians and our leaders, that you call honorable member. I didn't see any honor in most of their actions. A nation in the critical situation we are now, the way out is a general sacrifice. I say a general sacrifice. The current president of Kenya is less than, I think, a year on that seat. They brought, of course, a proposal to him as a president to approve a new card for the office of the president. And he asked them that, what is wrong with the one that he inherited from just the president who lost the election? Give up that. That is what is called sacrifice. Sacrifice is your right. Sacrifice is your honor. Sacrifice is your dignity. You decide to waive for the general peace of the land. Who told you your mother can't wear Gucci? Who told you your father cannot wear Gucci? I'm speaking to the young people here. But for them to be honorable tomorrow, they have to make life nice, fine, call it whatever I may call it for you. So that you can't be less than your mate and your equal. They have to make that sacrifice. Any parent that refuses to make sacrifice for their children has no right to ask or demand for honor tomorrow. So don't come tomorrow and say, the Bible says, honor your father and your mother and your days will be long. Never you also forget about the responsibility that is placed upon you over the future of those children. The money you used to get accommodation for them, you use it to get into a club and have fun. Say, God go take care of every person. That wasn't how your parents raised you. Even if they raised you that way, that doesn't make it right. That's not the standard. Jesus, to secure salvation, the book of Psalm said he went to hell to contend with Satan. It took him taking shame that he never deserved took your place to give you salvation. 1 Peter 2.9, if I have that scripture on the screen. For ye are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
a peculiar people that were called out of darkness. That you may show the marvelous light of God. And when for that to say there was a time you were not a nobody. It was the sacrifice of someone that made you a somebody. Every seat you sit there was constructed by man. Probably the seat was paid by someone. The building, the continuation of our building starts tomorrow, not Wednesday. Because the materials that the engineer demanded are already on ground. Now, so he said he will start tomorrow. Do you know that that is a sacrifice of some persons? People drop millions. Some people drop 10,000. That is their own million. When you look at what is left. Some 5,000. They made that sacrifice for this work to go up. So that that altar will be covered in the next one month. That sacrifice. When it goes, you still don't have it. But you are sending forth to produce honor, peace, and prosperity in the future for you. Somebody say amen to that. Amen. I say say amen to that. Amen. Sacrifice. <laughs> what you sow is what you reap, young woman. I've always told you here, if you dream to marry a princess, you must make the sacrifice to be a prince. If you dream to marry a prince, you must make the sacrifice to be a princess. Princess are not for every man. Princess are groomed. They are not born, they are groomed. They are not born, I repeat, they are groomed. And they are prepared for that. It means that you don't see princess everywhere. It is not this modern day princess. Who will go and buy one crown and put on their head. And be misbehaving on the street. And yet they come from royal family. If you understand what royalty is. They don't appear anyhow. They live a sacred life. They live a secluded life. They don't want to. Throughout the time Buhari was the president. How many times did you read about his children on paper? Some of us don't even know who they are. Because of who they are. They are trained you know, to be cut off from the general society for that office, for that name. Because of who you are, there are sacrifices you must make. There are places that it's not a sin for you to be there. But you have to make sacrifice not to be there. St. Paul says, all things are lawful, but all things are not expedient. Are you understand what I'm saying? It is right. It will not take you to hell for going there. But he said, if it will offend your, this least one, this younger one, make that sacrifice. Are you understand what I'm saying? Me and Mama went to worship in a church. They invited us. My friend who was starting a church, very rich man, the owner of Eli Motus, that used to be there. We got in and uh, with familiarity we went to sit, of course, somewhere here in the front. That he was sitting around this end. And suddenly, an usher walked up to us and whispered, because Mama was not veiled. And they said it's a tradition here. They believe that the woman should cover her hair. And that if she's not ready to cover her hair, then she may have to sit at the back seat. Are you understand what I'm saying? That is their tradition. That is their level of belief. That is their level of understanding about the word of God. And guess what? I can as well sit there with her. But if I sit there with her, we are sitting there in disobedience. I said, we are sitting here in what? In disobedience against the rules and the order of the ministry. Is somebody hearing me? They are not going to pull me out, but they will feel offended. And we are not called to offend people. We are not called to offend the emotion of people. We are called for peace. Whatever the Bible says, if it's possible. Do you know what it means to be if it's possible? That word, if it's possible, do you know what it takes? It takes sacrifice to make peace with men. I say it takes sacrifice to make peace with men. I told her, I said, Mama, get up. We can't sit at the back seat. We are not on suspension. We didn't come late. <laughs> and so at the same time, we will not feel okay sitting here knowing that we are offending the tradition of a people. So we excused ourselves and left. It was sacrifice. But I know what it takes to cancel every other program, to honor that program. 
to dress, to drive down, only to get there, you could not be part of it. Some people say, no, when I consider all these things, I will not go. No, if you can see the bigger picture, if you can see the bigger picture, you'll make all the necessary sacrifice. I've told you, the devil will never tempt you outside what you are attracted to. Take note of that. You can never be tempted outside what you are not attracted to. There's some area you have taken care of as a person. No matter when, how many times the devil comes, it's a dead area. You are dead in that area. It is the place that you are still alive that he will be appearing unto you. Ladies and gentlemen, it takes sacrifice to ascend. It takes sacrifice to be honorable. It takes sacrifice to be prosperous. Men that have made it. I'm not talking about our politicians. Some, not all. Some of our politicians that have stolen the commonwealth and raped the economy of the country. That's not the prosperity we're talking about. Not the one the Bible describes as a vapor that appears and disappears. It is not those ones that does not give peace. That's not the one we are talking about. The blessings of God make it rich and added no sorrow. If it's from God, God will defend it. If it's from God, you don't need bulletproof to defend yourself. It is God and it is God and him alone. Amen to someone. I'm talking about sacrifice that give birth to honor, prosperity, and peace. Men and brethren, young boys and young girls, the time that we are, so many things are flying. Our mates are doing so many things. They want to prove a point. But you know that it is wrong. Make the sacrifice. Keep yourself. Young girls and young boys. That everybody is doing it doesn't make it right. Everybody is dressing a particular pattern. Does not make it right. You see, when you look at a newborn baby, you can see the hand of God. You can see the seal of God. This is a woman, and this one makes up a woman, and this one makes up a man. Every other addition to our body are the traditions of men. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You will see some, some country, they put a dot on their female forehead. That's their tradition. No child was born with that dot. It is a tradition of man. Even our females, every one of you that was here, no one was delivered with an open ears. True or false? Nobody. So it means that God did not do that. That was man's tradition. An additional way to say this is a female. When a child is born, for a doctor to declare it's a male and a female, he does not look at the ear. True or false? He doesn't look at the ear. Every other thing is a traditional man. And so you must be ready to make sacrifice on what God has done for you. So that you can guarantee a future, a peace, and honor for you. Now, we don't live for ourselves. So when you see some group of young boys and girls said, Now my life, now my life, that's not your life. When you hear people say, I don't care, you better care because you are not living alone. Your action can offend me, your behavior can help me. You can inspire me. You can discourage me by your action. You must consider your environment. Consider the people. Consider all kinds of stuff. I've been to Dubai. Some of you have been there. And you know that they have their traditions and the way they do their things. It was me and Mama that went. And getting into the train, and they tell you, this is for the males and these are the females. However, we came in together. But by the time we got in there, if you disobey, you will pay. And I checked in my pocket. I don't even have enough to feed well and enjoy myself. Talk less of the one I will pay to free myself from offense. I told her, stay far from me. I don't know you. <laughs> and then you stay far. Don't know me until we come down. We will know ourselves when we come down. And we go back. At least they did not say we should not stay in our room together. We can stay there. We can walk together. But when you get there, that is how they do their things. For you to be respected and honored there and go the same way you came, you must be ready to make those biggest sacrifices. You can't stand there and say, it's my wife. Look at my certificate. Look at my wedding ring. Can't you see we look together? Can't you see we came together? No. Make that sacrifice to enjoy the peace of that land for that moment. They didn't force you to leave your country. You apply for their visa. They approve it. 
The conditions are stated. And that's why when you are traveling, don't just enter plane and be going. You may end up in jail over there and say Satan. It's, no, it's called ignoramus and hippopotamus, which is big for nothing animal. So you must make inquiry of what is obtainable in the place that you are going. Inquire, inquire, so that you don't offend them and bring detriment to yourself. Don't raise prayer point for us. Your brother has been retained. Please pray for him. I will not pray. I will ask first of all what you have done before I will pray. I know all kinds of prayer. I will pray for you. Somebody say sacrifice. sacrifice. I didn't hear I say sacrifice. sacrifice. You know, in university, a lot of things goes in there. There are some students that are very sociable. They relate with every student. They organize party, as they call it. They can't do without those things. And then there are some students that are naturally, those things don't excite them. No matter what you do, they are just on one corner. Why there are some, they are in between. That's how human beings are. There are those that, if you put a little pressure on them, they will ascend to it. There's no problem with that. But when it affects your primary purpose, why your parents are paying money for you to come there, then it becomes a problem. When you begin to skip your lectures because you have to do some certain thing that doesn't contribute, it's not part of the curriculum to what you have come to do. You have offended the sacrifices of your parents. So you got to make that sacrifice. Stay away. It's not easy. I didn't say it's easy. But you have chosen to stand out. Remember, they who run, they run with many. They who walk, they walk with few. But those who will fly, they fly alone. Are you hearing what I'm saying? If you want to run, you run with many. If you got to walk, you walk with few. But if you will fly, you fly alone. Never has two aircraft been cleared to take off at the same time. Champions are not few. Champions make sacrifice. It takes a lot to get to the throne. As we sit here, we have just one political leader controlling over 200 and something million Nigeria called President Ashiwaju right there in Abuja. It does not take a it wasn't a choice play to ascend to that throne. A lot has to go, whether legal or illegal. But it takes a lot to get to a position like that. So I want you to understand that the future is in your hand. The peace of your future is in your hand. The prosperity of your future is in your hand. And the honor of your future is in your hand. Yesterday, we witnessed a wedding here. And I have no doubt that the parents of the brides felt honored. Are you understand what I'm saying? The reason why she was honored is that she raised a daughter that was honorable, who believed in honor and paid the price that my father and my mother will become the star of the day and has to walk the daughter to the hour, not from back, back behind. In case you have found yourself in that, yes, let's take that to be a mistake, but now you are hearing, the younger one you're hearing, there's nothing more honorable than your parents to be celebrated. When you make yourself honorable, you attract an honorable spouse. And forever, honor begat honor, and people know what it takes to be honorable. And so they honor you other days of your life. That price is paid now. Don't allow yourself to be defied, to be messed up. It can be used against you tomorrow. I keep saying that. Pay the sacrifice. Pay the price of honor. Honor will wait for you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is called a good name. It's better than gold and silver. Do you know that the time we are, young girls deliberately get into a sex scene and they video it by self and they put it on social media because they want to drive a traffic to themselves? Do you know they do that? But they act that way because they can't see future. What they see is now. They can't see future. You don't know what you are going to become, who you are going to become tomorrow. Every action you do, consider, peep a little bee into your future. Ten years from now, five years from now, what doesn't make sense to you will begin to make sense. Time is so dynamic. It unravels who is right or wrong. Today you are corrected. You feel offended. Time will tell. That those of you that have your parents, your mentors, your leaders that are around you, stay around them. Jesus said, matter, matter. You care for so many. Right? The most important thing, your sister Mary has taken it. 
The book of Revelation was written by John. He's called John the Beloved. Why is he called the Beloved? The Bible says the one who stayed by the feet of Jesus, lean on him. He was closer to him. No wonder he could receive revelation. God is calling you and I today for sacrifice. Only sacrifice will grant you peace tomorrow. Pay the sacrifice. Learn to save. If you have paid 10,000 naira, you can save something out of there. Sacrifice means deny yourself what rightly will come to you for a season. Sacrifice are not eternal. It's for a season and it's for a time. When they will be saying there is a cast down, you'll be saying there is a lifting. I want you to understand that the revelation, the vision of Pharaoh that Joseph interpreted, about which gave back to the pyramid of Egypt today. The seven years of abundance. And I'm sure some of you have experiences in life. In the journey of your life, whether you are 40 years or 30 now, or 50 or 50 or 60, you will notice there are times that things just begin to work for you. There are seasons, people just will love you, contract is coming, money is being released. You are, the, you are the star of the moment. You will be deceived to mess up with all that comes to you, to mismanage all that comes to you in that season, being deceived, believing that it will continue to be that. And so Joseph said, your dream is this, and I interpret. Look for a man of honest report, a wise, intelligent man of wisdom and understanding in the city to preside over this. Abundance is coming. It's coming to you, to Egypt. Eat what you need to eat. Do you know some people eat what they don't need to eat? Do you know some people just eat for eating sake? Some people eat for fun. Some people eat to please their friend. Even when their tummy is saying, you are okay, they still go to eat. Why, when you wake up in the morning, the food you eat is called what? Why is it called breakfast? Have you asked yourself, why is it called breakfast? It speaks from the word, breaking fast. You are breaking fast. It means that by evening or night, that you are not eating. And so you are on fast. And at that time, for those of you who are science, your kidney and your livers should be at peace. Resting over all you have loaded them from morning to noontime. But you are sleeping, they are walking and breaking down all those things you have eaten. Why they are breaking down? Because now you have carried the weight of your body and yourself. And you have rested. You are not walking as I'm moving about. Because every time you do that, you help in the, is it metabolic? You know, activities of your body. You are helping your organs, you know, to do some of those jobs. But while you are asleep... You are doing nothing. So the load is on your organs. Now, you are not expected to load your organs with enough ebah. Enough, some people will eat by 9 p.m. Seven rolls of eba. 13 pieces of meat. And they will drink to add to it. And their tummy is as big as this. When they see someone with a flat tummy, they will become envious. But they have loaded themselves consciously. Now, you are supposed to eat light food in the evening. Then stay away. You will feel hungry. You need it. By the time it's morning, you can eat the whole food for a street. You can eat it. There's no problem because you are going to walk and they will get digested. Are you understand what I'm saying? Now, it is called breakfast in the morning because you expect that you have gone through. So what are we saying? When you see some certain people live a certain life, a certain shape, a certain, I mean, their body system appeal to you. Ladies and gentlemen, go behind the scene. I see a people that made sacrifice. There are some certain things they left they forgot, no, they deliberately refused to take. That's what is called sacrifice. They want it. They like it. It's appetizing. The aroma is amazing. But you have to make the sacrifice so that you can have the best of health 
that you need. That's what we are talking about. So as you grow older, especially those of us that are parents, you will not be burdened to your children. I want you to think of that. You will not be burdened to them. Help yourself and help them by making the sacrifice now. Do not get yourself entangled to evil things. I'm speaking about parents. And become a problem to your children. A good name is what they need from you. My parents, they have come, they have lived their life, and they are gone. That's my dad's position. That's my mom's position. And I can say boldly that they left no problem for us. There were no bills. They were not owing nobody. Rather, people owe them. That's how it should be. They paid the price. I told some of you, my mom called my elder brother, you know, towards her end. Say, don't worry, son. I have left money for my burial. Wow. Eh? But in this church, I'm not sure he's here. One of my sons here came to me when his father passed on. That his father said before he died, they should build a house for him before they bury him. I asked him, say, did he give you an account where he left some money there? Are you hearing what I'm saying? He's dying. He didn't build a house. He put it down. Say, build for me and bury it for me. Wait, you will come and live there? How much did he leave for you? That's what we're talking. Make the sacrifice now. Make the thing easier for your children. Leave the Gucci's. The time will come for that. Settle them. Establish them. Give them a good life. The ones that you are seeing, they didn't fall. Make the little sacrifice. Your parents make sacrifices for you. So our mothers, they sold their abada. George, when he became tough, think that my child must go to school. It's called sacrifice. Dr. Rosalie, my younger sister, when he got to United States at 19, because my father never approved her departure at the time she left, because we were in university then, said, Dad, that's an opportunity. So Daddy was not at peace with that. And so when she got into stormy waters in the state and needed money, called me, asked me for $20 and $50 that she gave to me when she was leaving. If I have not changed it, I should send it. I said, wow, I have used it to buy earphone. Yeah. I don't, what do they call that thing? No, this, uh, this hand. Walkman, that's the word. In our time, we call it Walkman. Walkman, you put it here, you put the other one here. And be playing your cassette there. That's quick, quick, I bought it. And I was crying. $50, 50, uh, 50 pounds and $20 she gave to me before she left. Then the man came from the States and brought a message from her. So in first act, my dad and mom was to go see the man. My mother changed $500, put it in her pocket. My dad didn't know. So they got there and they are just talking at the end. Towards the end, she brought the 500 I gave to her, said to give to my daughter. Sacrifice. She has not been to the U.S., but she changed dollar here to send to somebody in the U.S. So when her daughter decided to hold her to heart, when she decided why she was lying, cone stone on that casket, we went to that mortuary, and my sister flew to the United States and brought a necklace. I told you guys, I was looking at that necklace. So this necklace is going down. I wanted to tell her this too much. But which other way can she express her love and affection and honor her departed mom? If not for that. I bet you if the mother didn't pay that price, she would not go that extent. He will remember scriptures to say, let the dead bury the dead. Vanity upon vanity, all is vanity. Scripture plenty now. To back up when you are where you have not paid the price to someone, the person has scripture to support himself. While you are quoting, he's returning fire to you by scripture. Fire of the scripture. Take it, retain it. <laughs> Take it, retain it. That's what I'll be hearing. <laughs> Praise God, somebody. Are you getting something? Sacrifice. Very essential. Everyone makes that sacrifice. We got to do it. I told you in this church where we're at VI, what's that place called? Kora City Mall, Korahor. Korahor. I used to drive 
Lexus 570 that was given to me by Honorable Dude Lumelu. So after a while, I started having some issues, and uh, it would just break down. Some people passed, they see me. So um, one of us call, called me and said, man of God, you are the symbol of this ministry. And it's not good as this car is breaking down. Just get a Prado. Then Prado was sold for 7.5. So just 7.5. This Prado that is how much now, sir? 67 million. Yeah. Not too long. We say, where we have 7.5. Maybe I should have bought four or seven and keep that time. <laughs> I will start selling. You know, I have business people. <laughs> you know, so he just told me, he said, why not just. Then we were raising money for this place, this land. We were raising money. I think by then we have gotten up to like 20 M. But we are still far from it. It was a wonderful advice. It sounds sweet. But I choose to make the sacrifice. Because I know the God that I serve. Wisdom is profitable to direct. It didn't take long. He gave me that advice. This land appeared. So if we have pulled that money and missed that moment. That's why I told you that sacrifice goes with time and season. You have to be very, very smart against the works of darkness. Solomon did what nobody had done, not even his father David, when he made that sacrifice. God has to appear and said, what do you want? Again, he pushed and said, give me wisdom. God said, you didn't ask for gold and silver and car. I even give you. Until the end of life, there will not be any king as decorated as you are. And it remains so eternal. Make sacrifice with your time. Save your time. You will need it tomorrow. You don't have to be everywhere that your friends are going. Save it. You need it, but it's not necessary. Tomorrow is better than today. Your future is brighter. Everything you see on earth are product of a man's sacrifice. And David says, I long for the water of Jerusalem, of Bethlehem. I long for the water of Bethlehem. And his men broke through the garrison of the Philistines. When you hear garrison, military should come to your office to fetch him the water. They made the sacrifice. No church gets to his glory without sacrifice. I speak to my leaders that are here. It is wrong for me and my family to be in church before you. Yesterday, activities, a lot of us were late. It's wrong. Leadership is sacrifice. Leadership is pain. It's, that is why where you sit is honorable. No man taketh this honor unto himself, except he that is called as Aaron was. For every honor, you pay the price for it. You make the sacrifice that it demands. Aaron was the one who molded the golden calf. The, the Hebrew that bowed and persuaded him to do it, God killed them and spared Aaron. Have you asked? Why? Don't joke with leadership and the position that God has placed you. It's honorable. You must pay a commensurate sacrifice to it. Otherwise, your seven legs of hell will be shaved. The glory is departed. Men that are nothing, take off your eyes. You die before your time by pulling down the wall. To kill them, you kill yourself. But that's not how God has programmed it. Because Samson failed to make the sacrifice to retain the glory. He compromised the glory and paid dearly. Left the sin before his time. It will not be your portion. It's painful to make sacrifice. God discusses with men of covenant. God works with covenant. God does not work with gifts. Politicians can come and give money and do other things. Covenant is what moves God. Where you just make up your mind and you stick to it. No matter whose heart is God, God will show up for you. Bow down your heads, everyone. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name.
your name. Mighty one, great in Jehovah. Let me see your face. The reason why I'm tough to my leaders, to all my departmental head, I'm firm, is because God has committed these people and those who are online and absent. While we are hard on our media team, as I speak to you, there are people that all over the world, some of our members, they don't have any other church. Not that there is no church. This is their church. Before you click in, you see them, they are there. You are there in the system, and you know the people I'm talking about. So why can't we opt our game? Do you know what it takes? This is the situation in the land now. Do you know what it takes the person that is seated next to you to transport himself or herself from her home to the church and to transport herself back. And maybe during offering, she finds something to give. Some, while I drive off, I see them stand there waiting for how they will find themselves there. Then you have opportunity to minister to them. You take those sacrifices for granted, God is offended at you. That's why we must opt our game. You can't put a dime here for this work and then I take it and me and my family will go and be enjoying ourselves somewhere. That's not sacrifice. As soon as the service is over, I'm going to move our leaders to go and see materials. When you look at those things, you can easily play with them, but there are millions. Probably the sweat, the blood, the time, they're all of some persons. You see, the mistake we make is that somebody give you one million. I say, ah, for him to give me one million, he had 10 million. For him to release one million, he had 100 million. Well, you can never tell. I know she will not want me to say it, but look at this lady call for me. There are people that will do something till the end of life. You'll never forget it. And there are some people you must not be offended at. If you, if you are a grateful person. I cannot always please Pastor Van all the time. But if I have touched him in a journey of his life, that should take over the offense yes, sir. Yes, sir. when it comes. Because it will surely come. Yes, I went visiting for me one day in Dolphin because she wasn't feeling fine. I sat by her. You know, there are level of illness. The pastor come, you are ill, you can sit the way Jessica is sitting. We will sit and be talking. But to prove that she wasn't fine then, she was lying down from my coming to when I left. And because of it, we are just this thing talking about the church. I don't know exactly where we are, but we needed 100,000 naira for something. This same person who was lying down, he struggled to say, Pastor, he pointed to me where her checkbook was. I went down and brought it. She was lying down and wrote 100,000. And what was left in that account wasn't up to 7,000 after I wrote that 100,000. I have not forgotten it and I will never forget it. That was called sacrifice. He didn't say I should raise her from the sickness before that she will give. Yeah, he didn't say that. He didn't say she's sick as an excuse not to obey kingdom principle. No. It is good. You know, some people praise, they talk high of you when you are not there no more, when you are no more in that position, when all those kind of things. When somebody does things that are kingdom and God said to Solomon, what have you just done? Tell me what you want. This is grace. Beloved, that's called sacrifice. That's what we are raising you for. For your future peace, prosperity, and what honor. We talk to our sons and our daughters. Stay away from this. We are not going to live for you. Every day that passes by, we increase in age and draw close to our grave. And so now that we have seen things and we are telling you the mistakes we make, don't make it. And the battles we fought and won, don't wake it up. 
You will not survive it. We survive it doesn't mean you will survive it. The devil is real. It's a spirit. He moves to and fro, waiting for the slightest error. He make a mess. Now listen, there are mistakes that you make it in your young age. It lives with you. You are born again. You will go to heaven, but it lives with you forever. I have a court somewhere. It wasn't just, call it a mistake, in my youth service, the church I served, no, no room, stayed by bamboo, where I take my bath. Coming out, the, it tore here. Every time I see it, I remember. God did not wipe it away. It remains a mark, a reference to teach me, because I just moved into there and came out carelessly and felt that I have all the space. And so he used that to teach me a lesson that when the road is narrow, your path must be careful in what you do. Don't live like this. Don't live your life like this. Don't eat food like this. Don't follow friends throwing yourself like this. Be precise. Be careful. Be watchful. The Bible always uses the word behold. That is lift up and leap. Hear before you take out. That's what it means. We speak out of experience so you don't make mistakes we made. What we survive, you may not survive it. Bow down your heads with me. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, Visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.